All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of This Week in College Football, brought to you by CFB Talk Daily. Today is Monday, January 17th. Um, first thing we're going to jump into, we have an interview coming up. Uh, Coach Smokes, New Jersey Coach of the Year up in Irvington, local guy for us. Um, for anyone who's not local, definitely a guy you're going to want to get to know. Um, does a lot for the kids. Um, definitely one of the hidden gems in not only New Jersey high school coaching, but you know, just high school coaching in general. Uh, so you definitely going to want to stick around for that interview. Uh, but first off, we're going to talk about, I know we're a little late, we let everyone else get their get their opinions out there first. Uh, the national championship game. Obviously, Georgia beats Alabama. Uh, John, what were your takeaways? Fluke. If Jamison Williams doesn't get hurt, I think that Alabama wins that game. I'm a notorious Georgia uh, hater. Uh, I, I think that Georgia got lucky that Jamison Williams got hurt. And if he didn't get hurt, they probably would have lost. They looked dead in the water in the first half. They won, though, so congratulations to Georgia fans. But uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm still a little salty about it. I said well, one week of Georgia not getting slender, and uh, today that expires. Did Did you hear uh, Fred from Alabama call into the Paul Feinbaum show? Uh, no, I saw something about it, but I didn't so, hear the call. So he actually I, – I wouldn't be surprised if you also are Fred because you guys just had the same exact words verbatim. And I, the funniest part about it was Paul Feinbaum's reaction was, he goes, Fred, do you live by yourself? And he goes, no, nah, I live with my wife and my kids. He goes, good, because you need help. You need someone to be there for you. So I just thought that was funny. I, I just love the people that are calling for the uh, Feinbaum show. Uh, but I, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, losing Williams was, like, incredibly – like, that's a completely game-changing aspect because you could see that Young was just uncomfortable – in the red zone because he didn't really have anyone to throw to. You know, you, like you lose Mechie in the ICC championship game. You lose oh. Williams. Like they have to be like 70% of receptions going in their direction. Oh yeah. So like, you know, you, you drop it down. Sure. They still had, I can't think of the kid's name. They can never, uh, Bolden, I think. Yeah. So like, he's like a big red zone threat. You see him get hit a lot on third downs. They're, you know, they're just going to prioritize him, though, if you're a defense. You're going to take him out of the game, and now you're putting the ball in freshman's hands and guys he's never really repped with. But I, the thing I disagree with you on is I think Georgia needs to get some credit for how well they played in the second half. They were more than dead in the water in the first half. They weren't even in the water. They were just dead. They didn't even get to the water. Uh, second half, that it was just a completely different team. I forget who I was texting about it. I was like, oh, it's next to my dad. Cause he was at work, wasn't watching, and I was like, Georgia looks weak up front. I was like, Bennett's getting pressured every time back. They can't run the ball. So I, Kirby Smart must have said some really mean things in the locker room to get those boys motivated. Yeah, he probably questioned their manhood, said, you guys are, you know, if you guys don't start blocking, you're a bunch of P-words. I'm not going to say it. Um, but no, so I, I, Georgia definitely deserves a little bit of credit. They definitely do. Um, I, I don't think this will be the last we see of Alabama, though, obviously. <laughs> In your opinion. And, um, so I, I, no. This is something, here you go, oh, here you go. I just want to say that I, I agree with you that uh, Alabama definitely probably not done. Nick Saban, they'll be back. Especially because uh, Young comes back next year. And that uh, linebacker, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, damn, I mean, it's, the best. it's not really a bold pick, you know. It's not, not yeah, a yeah, yeah and it's not, it's not a bold pick. But, uh, yeah, no, Georgia gets no credit for me. Um, yeah, they still get credit for me because you still have to win the game. But, I, 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 you know, they weren't playing Alabama's best. But, you know what, that's why they played the game. 
Um, the next thing we're going to touch on real quick, um, I see this debate flying around in the last three or four years. People thought we had movement for it. Uh, the expansion of the playoffs. All right. And I'm almost positive me and you don't agree on this. We were just talking about it. I was like, let's talk about it because I'm pretty sure we don't agree on it. Um, right. So how, how many teams, if any at all, would you like to see it ex- um, expanded to? 64. What? 64. So, uh, yeah, so a March Madness. <laughs> no, uh, actually, eight. Eight is my actual number. Eight? Yeah. So, so for a while, I was firm on six. I think I've said it on here. Um, I've tweeted it out. Firm on six. But after further review, I don't think the expansion does anything for quality of football games. Oh, my God. Stop it. More more games does not mean better games. Stop it. If 1-4 hasn't really been a game in the last four or five years, why is 1-6? Because you you gotta play the game, see what happens. Though it doesn't matter. Like that's why we still play one four. In with that logic, why not just make it back to the BCS one two? I I just there hasn't really been any one four two three games that are like. But a three uh, is down. one. I got a three is well, one no, championship. Know, yeah, yeah, but this is what year eight. Yeah. So started in what thirteen? So it's eight, thirteen or fourteen? So it's year seven or eight, and. I mean, I know up until I think LSU and number one hadn't won it, but I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But twos, uh, I'm sure there was probably twos. Like one and four. Well, a number, but a number four is won the uh, playoff as well. So like, I, I don't, I don't like that argument. I just, I just don't think that year in and year out going to eight is going to make it any better than what it is at at four, even six. Like, I just still think that with the expansion of teams. You're still gonna get blowouts. Yeah, no but there's blowouts in every to. in every facet of football. Look at the Patriots and Bills last night. The yeah. NFL playoffs. You don't see them saying, "Oh, should we get rid of the wild card?" And the the same amount of four seeds have won the national championship as the same amount of one seeds in the playoff era. So like it does it's the same thing. I, I just I just think that expanding it to eight. But I've even seen people say sixteen. Like yeah, sixteen. Like four, six or eight, six or eight. I, I think six is more feasible. I think six is more feasible than eight. You can work like maybe like a buy in there, but then it goes back to bias, and it's just going to be a whole, yeah. you know, shit cycle. But I, I, I don't know. I just think eight. You're going to still see blowouts eighty percent of the time on higher ranked teams, like those middle games. Like let's see, if it's eight, it would be what five four. Mm-hmm. Like that'll be you know those theoretically should be good games, theoretically. Yeah, but, but see, I don't, I don't even think you could use that argument, though, because look at Alabama this year. They were a one seed, and they only, like, hypothetically, look at Florida. They uh, were a terrible, not a good SEC team, and they lost to Alabama by one point. So you just, you don't know. Like, it's just, it's just, there's too many variables. So now we're going to jump into, I prefaced the interview at the start of the episode, uh, Coach Smoke. New Jersey high school football coach of the year. And like I said, guys, a hidden gem. I guess not really in New Jersey anymore. Just won the state coach of the year. But definitely around the country. Um, Super good attitude, too. Great guy. Yeah. If you follow high school sports, high school football, if you follow recruit, definitely if you follow him recruit, you want to be following this guy's team. Because how many guys did you say he had who were getting uh, looked at? Like a good amount? A lot. Yeah. We talk about them in the interview. And the amount of guys he has playing D1 football already is impressive from a public school, from not such a. From a good community, not such a great reputation. 
in the state, but they yeah, changed, turn it around. All right, so I'm here with uh, Coach Smoke from Irvington High School. He's the head coach. I believe just state champions in New Jersey. Uh, coach, you just won the New Jersey Coach of the Year from NJ.com. Uh, talk about how that felt and uh, why you think your coaching is different. Man, it, it felt it felt. It's a, first off, it's a pleasure to be on here, man. Talk to you guys. I I do follow um, the movement, man, and what you guys do, and I and I appreciate the content and the information that you guys put out on a day to day basis. Um, but man, it felt it felt good, man. It felt good to to first win a state championship, the first ever state championship in Irvington school history, um, to be able to do it public school wise, and and to be able to get it done with the with the huge following that we have, man, is. Um, it's been major because I, I think we've we're known to have a ton of success and um, a ton of uh, of top talent and, and national talent and to be able to put it on display, man, and be able to win the the entire championship, not just the sectionals, but win it the regional as well um, at Rutgers University, man. It felt good to be able to do that. Mm. Um, and then a coach of the year thing, man. I think that was a beauty too, man, to be able to be recognized as 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 um, you know, I, I guess is like the best guy, the you know, the best coach for this year, man, in the state of New Jersey. Um, it's a humbling feeling. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of work my ass off day in, day out. And, um, you know, I think I think my task may be a little bit different than some because I'm, I'm constantly just the grind and the, and the, and the work um, that's being done on the back end, dealing with the the obstacles that, I, that I'm faced with on a day to day basis, just being in the inner city and being at a place. It, it feels tremendous to be able to recognize because I know there's a ton of great coaches out there in New Jersey um, to beat, but to come out on top, man, it felt, it felt great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so actually we have uh, people from all over the country who listen to this. Um, some people may not, when they think New Jersey, they may not think inner city, but Irvington, you got you, know, you don't have the most resources and to do what you're doing is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, man. I think it's, uh, you know, Irvington, New Jersey is one of the, you know, one of the toughest places to, to reside and, we, you know, we face a whole lot of obstacles and dealing with poverty and dealing with crime and dealing with things like that and to be able to change change the landscape of the community through the game of football here in new jersey and change it in, in a community like Irvington, um it speaks values and you know i think i think people recognize that and i think that helped uh me me be recognized as you know as as that coach of a uh, coach of the year in the state of new jersey yeah so i was actually talking to a uh, a college coach. i'm not gonna name his name but yeah. we we're actually talking about you the other night and he said, uh, "Smoke is the man. He yeah. gets kids to school for free. That's the main thing. And you know, it's it's true. Man, that's that's huge, man. I, I think, and and I, I would say my 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 network is probably more more college coaches than it is high school coaches. I, I don't have a, a huge a huge uh, network of high school coaches, man. But I've been blessed to be able to reach and touch and um, gain great relationships with collegiate coaches all across the the country, from Rutgers all the way to." to Idaho and Wyoming, man. So I was like, I've been into a ton of states and, and met some great head coaches and guys have been able to assist me and help me. And, and I've been personable and guy, I can, I can kind of reach out to a ton of head coaches um, by cell phone. But I think the beauty of that is because guys know kind of work I put in every single day and they kind of respect it. Um, and it helps out. And so uh, while we're on the topic of uh, college coaches, do you want to talk about maybe some of the ones that, uh, who recruit Irvington the hardest or um, I, th- I was, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't, I don't think I could name one of the hardest, but I will say I have great relationships, of course, with everybody in the Northeast. Um, Coach Yano's my guy. I, w- I would say Coach Halfley at Boston College is my guy. Um, Coach Dino at, at Syracuse is my guy. Um, and then I've been, you know, I, the mid, the Midwest, 
from Cincinnati, Coach Fick and Coach Gino, who were overseeing that program, who, you know, who are just was in the college playoffs, uh, my close friends, and, and I speak to them often. They have my back. And, you know, I, I, I would say every school, Coach White at, at Kentucky is my, you know, my guy. And I would say I, I've had great, I have great relationships with a ton of guys all across the country. Um, and I think it's bigger than football. I think a lot of these guys, we understand the nature and the statue of work that we do every single day. Um, we don't look below or above it either, you know, either title that we all have. I think we all understand the grind and we all kind of think alike. So, you know, that's my relationships. That's, that's been able to help my catalog grow and help my relationships and my network grow. Um, and I think that's what separates me from everybody else. Cause it's, it's, I have genuine love, man. My heart is genuine and those guys are genuine with me and, and they know what type of work we put in every single day at the school at Irvington. And that's why they don't mind recruiting our guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for people who don't know, you definitely put a lot of kids in the college ranks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe you took over, uh, how long ago? Three, three, four years? Six years ago. Yeah, this six is years, year six, six years. man, not, six. including the COVID year. Okay, yeah. So, actually, I read the article. It must have been wrong, or maybe I read it wrong. 2016, but, uh, yeah. I yeah. took over. 2006, yeah, 17. Yeah, I, one of those. I think it's, it's year six, so. Yep, and like I said, back in your hometown, I, I read that article. You were coming home. And, um. Yeah. So we'll talk about your current team now, and then maybe we'll go some guys in the past and then let you go. But, um, you know, obviously you have Adon Schuler on your team. I think I said that right. Yeah. Uh, yep. You Adderson is going to Maryland. Yeah. Um, so now obviously those guys make an impact for sure uh, for a state title team. But, you know, talk about some of the guys maybe who aren't being recruited the hardest to maybe should get some looks. Um, we got a ton of guys, man, that's on that roster, man. That's going to be that's going to be kind of good kids and that's going to be able to have a shot to play at the next level. Um, where, what level, I'm not sure, but I mean, I have guys that are, you know, that's, that played a lot freshman year, Danny McClee, who's a six, five, 300 pound offensive lineman who has, you know, two scholarship offers as a freshman. Um, I have Babu Ture, who's in a 2024 class, um, who has about seven to nine scholarships. That's going to be a national kid at the DB position as well. Um, his brother's actually a starter at, um, at, at Rutgers University. And his cousin is played for me, who's playing for the Indianapolis Colts right now. Played play for me. His name's Kamoko Ture. Um, so I would say that's a fresh, that's a freshman, that's a sophomore. And then I got Farmer Ture, who has maybe about 14 scholarships that probably land in um, playing big time football, who's a tremendous athlete, gifted as well. That's uncommitted right now. That's in a junior class. Um, but I would say, you know, every the freshman class, the sophomore class, and the junior class is, is filled with 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 talent, with national talent that guys understand what it takes, um, are handling their business academically, um, are great role models in the community, and how to play good, great football and be successful too. So, um, you know, that's just to name a couple of them. Yeah, I, I always like to talk about the guys who maybe aren't. I mean, those guys, obviously, a lot of them have scholarship offers, but, you know, most of them are underclassmen who they're probably going to blow up. Like you said, some of them become national recruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so in the past, do you want to talk about maybe uh, who like one of the most fun guys to coach that you had was? Um, I mean, I, I, I mean of course uh, you have a point. You don't want to put anyone on the spot. Yeah, right? I would say in the past, I, I think Ali Abbas might have been one of the best safeties I've coached who played at Buffalo, who just finished graduating at Buffalo. Ali Abbas was about 5'10", um, maybe 170 pounds, but he reminded me of Sean Taylor and was didn't mind. You know, he was fun to watch come downhill and play. Um so I think that was one of the, the one of the fun ones. Um, I had a 
you know, Makad Bayer, who's at Nebraska now, is one of my, you know, a, a fun linebacker because I'm, a, you know, I'm a linebacker coach and I played that position. So it was fun watching grooming him and and watching him reach success. And I think he was one of the best players in the country. And, you know, it, like every year I have those kids that that you just enjoy watching the development and watching the progress and to watch them flourish because, you know, the hard work is never easy. And to watch them flourish is like, damn, I knew that kid could do that. Yeah, uh, so it's a, it's a beauty to be able to watch that man. So, all right, it's gotta be rewarding too when you believe in the kid. You know, he, he yeah. buys in and yep, and buys yeah. in. Is you know, we 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 coach tough, so we, you know, Irvington is not an easy place as we talk about uh, community wise and coaching wise. We like one of the toughest coaches. We all played, you know, Division One football, play at the highest level. As far as my staff, I feel like I have one of the best staffs in the country. So we we coach our kids the hardest. So it's never easy, and to be able to see the guys. Um, you know, commit to the process and be able to flourish at the end of it, man. It's always a beauty and rewarding, like you said. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to put anyone on the spot, but I mean, you talk about coaching tough, but uh, I saw earlier in the year, I think it was game one, you had to discipline a few of your, uh, I think, yeah. your star players. And, you know, that, that's tough because a lot of coaches want to, you know, they winning over, like, morals and, like, teaching these kids, like, life lessons. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I can't. And a lot of people didn't know that, you know what I mean? I kind of wound up, um, you know, losing my offensive coordinator prior to camp starting. But, you know, I had I had three of my kids, man, that, that were doing some things that they shouldn't have been doing. Um, and, you know, and life is consequences to everything. And before, before, before is, is, you know, before I got the title, Coach Smoke, I was Smoke. So I understood that I got to be able to raise and lead these young kids, man, in order to be able to, to survive in this real world because the real world is tough. And, and if you don't teach them and if you don't have them face consequences, then when they do run into some situations or some decision making and they make the wrong move, um, it could cost them their life. And, yeah. you know, we see that day, day in, day out in our community. And I just want to continue to make sure that we're doing the right thing and, and showing our kids that there is, you know, this difference between right from wrong. And you got to pay a consequence. So when you're not doing right, I don't care if it's a football game, the state championship game, I don't care what it is. Um, you're gonna pay the penalty. You're gonna pay the consequences, I, and I don't have no shame, no shame about it. So that's the yeah. approach, man. That's the approach of the program. That's the approach of who I am, and I kind of I gotta set that tone. And we've been doing it that way for a long time, and that's why, like again, the community has changed. Crime is is lower, is lower. Um, guys are going to college, and guys are graduating, and we have more success than we ever had on and off the field. For sure, for sure. That's the right way to do it. I mean, I'm sure you know that. But um, so just just want to talk about uh, your obviously your state championship run here. Uh, yeah. What do you, what do you think the toughest game for you guys was? I mean, there there wasn't many close ones because well, there's a few close ones, but not many. Yeah, you know you know what's crazy about that um <laughs> that that question is mm-hmm. I try every year to go get like the toughest schedule I can find. Mm-hmm. And, um, I drop games to pick up games, and sometimes people look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. It's like, why well, do you want to do that? Like, you don't have a bye week. You want to keep battling. You want to keep battling week after week. You gotta have. You gotta have a ton of depth. Um, but I, you know, I, that, that's that's how I'm cut. You know what I mean? I, that's that's how my skin is. So it's like more of, you know, the Irvington tough model is we want a tough schedule. We want to play the best of the best every single week, um, and we have no complaints or no excuses regardless of what happens. Um, so I think we had a lot of close games, but a lot of teams we played were some of the best teams in New Jersey. Um, and we consider ourselves the best in New Jersey. So it's like, you know, why not play? Why dodge? 
why dodge work when you can get work? But um, I would say a lot of games were close. But it felt, you know, I think the postseason is supposed to be tight games. And I think we were in tight games against Middletown South and um, Linda Colonial and, and Northern Highlands, who I, I respect. I, I respect Russo so much to be in that game and make, you know, that was a tight game at Rutgers in front of Cociano and that staff. So, but we have been able, we, you know, our toughness is what pulls us out of games and what separates us from from the teams that we're playing against. Yeah, so, but plus you'd be doing the kids kind of a disservice, you know, scheduling like easy games, and then uh, yeah. you, you get to the playoffs in New Jersey and you play a team that you normally wouldn't play, and you know yeah. you're not ready for it. Or, or you just, or you can just call that the norm because I think a lot of people get their schedule and they sit with the schedule and they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just normal, you know, that's just normal high school coaching in New Jersey and wherever you go in the country. Yeah, well, the way I the way I approach it is I get the schedule, and if I don't think it's it's worth it. I want to go find another team. And, you know, not a lot of people approach it like that. So I just want to be outside the norm a little bit and, and challenge my guys. Sure, sure. And especially in New Jersey, because, I mean, there's really good football in New Jersey. And a lot of public yeah. school coaches really are not a fan of playing some of the big Catholic schools, which rightfully yeah. so. You know, a lot of them, if you're a small town, like, you know, some of those Catholic schools up north in your area are, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're star-studded teams. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't look at them. You know what I mean? I, I look at them just like – I. I you know, it's a pig skin that got to get on on this, on this turf field or grass field, and we got to play. So, I'm never, you know, I'm, you know, they, the guys, this this program kind of takes my mentality. I've never been scared of anything or anyone. So we kind of want to play football at the highest at the highest level, and you know, we challenge those guys and we try to pick up games. We play senior hall prep this upcoming season. Uh, we played DePaul last season. I think you know we shut them out in the second half. I think we are better. Um, as far as total yards wise and, and in the second half and defensive wise. So, you know, we're not scared of anybody. And I think people are, uh, you know, it, the, the fear is losing to Irvington. And, uh, and, and I don't think too many people want to be able to deal that and play those cards. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I feel like uh, if you're from New Jersey and you read NJ.com, you definitely see, you know, you guys, or you, every time you see the top 50 players in New Jersey, you yeah. guys are on there and stuff. So you're definitely building a strong program up there. Absolutely. Appreciate that, man. Yep. Um, so is there anything else you want to talk about? You know, anything you want to let people know? You guys, you know, anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, I, you know, not, I really don't have, you know, much after that. I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate, you know, I appreciate you guys following the movement and following the program. Um, I encourage people to continue to follow us. If they haven't started following us, man, it'd be great. I mean, I'm on Twitter at Coach Smoke NJ. Um, you know, Instagram, but I just, I just want us to continue to continue to help kids. You know what I mean? And, and I don't care what state you're in. If you're in this field or you're in the ballpark or coaching, um, you know, never lose sight of what, what we're really in this for. Um, X's and O's and wins are, are great, but understand that we got to raise these, the leaders of tomorrow the right way. And, you know, teaching is first. So I think that's what makes me, you know I mean? It has kept me at the high school level after getting job offers on the collegiate level. I'm just not ready to stop leading the kids at Amar because I know it's vital and there's not that many of us that's out here um, sending those messages. So just encourage people to continue to do that. Sure, sure. All right, well, uh, Coach, thank you for coming on. Uh, congratulations on a great year, Coach of the Year, and uh, we hope to have you back on you know, maybe before your season next year, preview your schedule. Absolutely, man. And follow that, follow signing day, man. we got some more guys getting ready to go off, man, some, some beautiful places. So. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time today to talk to me and uh, have a good rest of your night. All right. I'll send you that pick too. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you.
All right, so that was Coach Smoke, head coach up in Irvington. Um, I think we're going to be going up there in the fall for a game. Um, you know, we, we told them we'll definitely be making our way up. All right, so that will wrap it up, guys. I uh, hope we enjoyed everything. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Next week, we're going to have another interview. Uh, with I mean, We're going to leave the name out for now. We're going to keep it a surprise. We'll start prepping it during the week, but that'll definitely be a fun interview. Uh, so we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in, and see you later, guys.